Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 83 of the On the Level podcast. I am your host, Eric. Uh, some uh, little uh, change to this week's episode. It was just a solo pod that I recorded. Jordan uh, is probably taking a little break. Uh, not sure how long this break's going to be, but we wish him well. Um, I have some guests lined up for the next couple weeks if he decides to uh, stay on the break. And if he decides to come back, well... We'll welcome him back, and he can be on the pod at any time. So enjoy the episode. I recorded it by myself, uh, my first solo pod I've ever recorded. So if I could get some feedback on it, I'd gladly appreciate it. Enjoy the pod. Uh, Xbox. Xbox. The X-Bone. They bought Bethesda and all of its, all of its studios. Microsoft purchases NMX and therefore Xbox's acquisition of Bethesda and all that entails is the single biggest deal in the history of the video game industry at a price of $7.5 billion, $3.5 billion more than what Disney paid for for Star Wars, and a staggering $7.27 billion more than Sony paid for Insomniac. Biggest deal in the gaming industry done on Monday morning before pre-orders go live for the Xbox Series X and Series S. This is a big deal. I'm not shocked by this acquisition. Um, Because, you know, Microsoft and Bethesda and ZeniMax go way back. If you know your gaming history to Morrowind. When uh, that was a, like the first uh, Beth- uh, Elder Scrolls game on Xbox, and it was a big deal when it first happened, and then when Oblivion came out, it was a big deal on Xbox, and you know all the ports of Bethesda games run better on Xbox to begin with. Let's not remember the PlayStation Three version of Skyrim that ran awful and terrible. I didn't play that version, but you know you hear the horror stories of people's buggy games. Buggy, buggy, buggy games. But it's a big deal, you know. Uh, Xbox is moving towards more being of a service for the people, you know. Affordable gaming. Get this. Get the Game Pass. You get all these games. It's cool. It just, it's very Xboxy at this moment. They have like third 23 studios. First party studios. Compared to Sony's 13, it's it's a pretty big difference. Um, Should do anything in retaliation to this. I think they're fine. Don't really need to do much. Let Xbox spend the money. Those games are still coming to PlayStation. Elder Scrolls V, Starfield, they're all still coming to PlayStation. So it's not that big of a change for Sony like for for gamers but if you're Sony you're paying people buying games for your console are giving money to Xbox but does Sony even see Xbox as a comp- uh, competitor at this point we'll see I don't think after this generation it'll be like that anymore but good for Xbox you know good stuff those PlayStation exclusives, Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop, are still PlayStation exclusives. They're uh, Jeff Keighley, uh, not Jeff, uh, fucking Phil Spencer said that they'll honor those deals. So, while we've been gone, 
the PlayStation 5 pre-orders went up and the Xbox pre-orders went up. And Jeff Keighley had a cool little uh, poll going. It's still running for two more hours. Uh, he said his the poll says tomorrow at 8 a.m. PT Xbox Series X and Series S pre-orders open up. What are you planning and slash hoping to order? 34 34.4% said the Series X. That's more than I thought. 6.9% say the Series S, which is lower than I thought. And a whopping 58.8% say not planning at this time. And that's 69,440 votes on this poll. Interesting poll. Because I don't think X... I think you're fine, like I said uh, numerous times on this pod. The Xbox One X is great. Super affordable console. Uh, so I just see here. Xbox One X sales rank uh, rank is up 74% on Amazon. No, wait, I'm sorry. 747%? That doesn't make any sense. Percent on Amazon. That's what it says there. Wonder how many people bought an Xbox One X instead of an Xbox Series X. Hmm. Good question. Good question. These names are terrible, as we all know. Oh, bad. But I was able to pre-order my PlayStation. One through uh, GameStop, another through Amazon. I did get that Amazon email saying that they might not be fulfilled on uh, release day, but we'll see. I kind of, I kind of figured out what I want for the launch lineup, though. So I'm looking at getting Spider-Man on launch, Demon Souls. Call of Duty Cold War. And I think that's it for launch day. Because I think that's it. And then the week after, Cyberpunk comes out. So those four games. Those are the four games I am uh, getting for my PS5 at launch. I did hear some distressing news that if you bought Miles Morales for the PS4... And you tried to tran you can't transfer your save to the PS5. Now I'm not sure if this is real or not, but I did hear that from some tweet I read. And there's an article, some article about it somewhere. Just Google it. I can't I don't can't recall it, but if that's the case, that's very distressing. Because I hope my, my my save files transfer over. I uh, kind of want that. I need that actually. I need it, and I want it. I need it, and I want it. But the Xbox pre-orders went up today. It looks like some people were having problems with it. It looks like people were having problems with it everywhere. I don't think it's as bad as the PlayStation one, just because PlayStation just like said they're doing it the day after the conference, but it happened like that evening, I believe, that Wednesday evening. So it's not that horrible but i i've been seeing a lot of like i've been scouring the pages seems like most of the pages are working a lot of people are having trouble with the pages opening because they said it was they're going live at 10 a.m so it seems like some people were able to the people who wanted to pre-order it were able to pre-order it uh 
Um, our friend, uh, our good friend, Richard Wilcox from La Hambra, California, who works at GameStop, tweeted, I saw a grown-ass man throw a tantrum in front of his young daughter today because he couldn't get an Xbox. Now, is he talking about this, the pre Xbox pre-order or just an Xbox in general? We'll see. Uh, I don't know about that, but I found that very funny. I'm not. Uh, I am playing. I did. I am sorry. I, I, I'm playing a new game. I, I I think I've told you guys to finish Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two. Still trying to get that Jack Black secret character. Mm. Yeah, I'm playing that new game Hades by Supergiant, the creators of Bastion and Transistor. I played both of those games a little bit. I played a little bit of Transistor and a little bit of Bastion. I think I played more Bastion than I have uh, Transistor, but I played Bastion a long time ago. I think I have Bastion on my PC. I'm not sure. It's, it might be in my Steam library. Let me check. Here we are. We opening up the library, and I do have Bastion for the PC. I have played it 29 minutes. Hmm. Thought I played it more, but I guess not. But this game continues to do the tradition from Supergiant with the uh, with the special voiceover and stuff. But this one, I, I think I dig it more. It is a roguelike, which I believe is different. It is definitely different from the rest of the rest of the games they've made. Um, and you play as the son of Hades trying to escape hell. And it is very fun. I like the characters. You know, they, they introduce all the different Greek gods as power-ups and trees that you go through each time. You go through a, do a, a run, an escape run is what they call it. Um, so every time you die, it resets. So you have to, it's random power-ups each time you go through. So learning the power-ups, learning what they do, learning your favorite ones, just trying a bunch of different stuff. I think it's really satisfying so far. I'm like, I'm not sure how many, how much, how many hours I've played it. Let's check again on my Steam library. I have played 6.7 hours. So I'm, I've, I've beat like two bosses. The game is, it's some, it's a little, it's very, it's a, it's very, it's a little challenging. I won't say it's a lot very hard because you know, I'm just bad at games, but it's a little challenging. There is a God mode that uh, apparently makes it a lot easier. I haven't played it yet, but if you suck at games, there is a mode for you. It was 1999. I think it's worth the price. Um, I needed something to play this week that wasn't, that was kind of new, you know, something fresh. I don't know, a fresh little packet of new green, you know, that fresh pack of green. So yeah, Hades, I recommend it so far. Really fun to play. I'm not sure what platform it's on. I know it's on PC. I believe it's on PlayStation, maybe Xbox. This game was in early access for a long time on the Epic Game Store, but it is no longer on exclusive to the Epic Games where it is now on everything. But that's it for the gaming news. I'm not playing other than, other than Hades. Not playing much. I'm just watching a lot of uh, One Piece, as you guys know. Episode 608. It's still very good. I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. 
story is fascinating. I love the lore. I, uh, nothing I said in the past uh, has changed. Still like it. Uh, moving on to the weird news. We'll finish after this. Do a little uh, strange news. But we'll start off with R.I.P. R.B.G. Ruther Bader Ginsburg. The great justice court judge on the Supreme Court. She passed away this weekend, sadly. Great lady. Great, great lady. You may not have always agreed with her, but you know, she was a great American. That's what Trump said. But she was a great lady, you know. She she uh, she 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 was on the court longer than she had to be because of circumstances that were out of her control, aka Trump being elected and electing two Supreme Court justices. She couldn't leave. She couldn't. She had no choice. I feel so bad for her. She should have left her away. She should have left a long time ago. But she stayed for us, the American people, giving us that voice of reason in the court that. We don't have now. It's very scary what's going to happen. We don't know. Um, looks like Trump is looking to appoint a woman. Two, there's two candidates. I'll talk about one now. Amy Coney Barrett has, has emerged as Trump's favorite. She's from Louisiana. She was apparently on the list for um, when Brett Kavanaugh was when it was elected. She was on. She made the short list of uh, potential judges. But apparently she's a, uh, what they, it's called, it's strange what they're calling them now. They're uh God, what is it? Originals, something like that. Like originators, like people who like uh, the old way, the old fashioned way. Like the way it should be done. Not willing to change. She uh, said it's very unlikely Roe v. Wade will be overturned, so I guess that's good. We don't really don't know her politics that well. There is a bunch of articles about her right now all over the internet, all over major news websites. You can check her out. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Um, I guess is it's it's strange that we're reluctant a judge that he's appointing a judge before the election. But we only have eight judges right now. And if this election is... It's definitely on track to be a very decisive one. And if we need the Supreme Court because we couldn't render a judgment through an election, there'll be an obvious stalemate. But if Trump has his way, he'll have nine judges. Three of three of them he appointed. So he'll obviously have three votes there. And it'll look like it'll be a five to four vote for him. Which is not good. But then again, I, I don't know. I think we should just wait. If he's so confident about winning, he should just wait until he wins re-election. And then appoint the judge. Then I don't think anybody... I think people will def obviously have a problem with it. But there's nothing they could do. And at least he honored uh, apparently what Ruth Bader Ginsburg's last wishes were, were to for her successor to be named after the election. That's what the major news sites are reporting and saying who knows if that's true sounds highly suspicious if you ask me but hey i'm not a right-wing guy you know me left-wing eric that's what they call me um 
He has not finalized his decision. I think we're probably going to get a decision either Saturday or Sunday after Ruther Bader Ginsburg's uh, funeral procession is because she's having a couple of them right now. She's, I believe, like one for... I, I, I don't know. I know that like it's very complicated how this whole process is going to go down, which it should be. You know, no one's faulting faulting that. Apparently, she's going to be laid to rest at Arlington National Cemetery in Washington D.C. I'm not sure how many judges are there. I think all the judges are there. I'm not sure if I was a judge, I want to be buried there. A lot of people. I think I'd just rather just get cremated. You know, why take up space? Be trapped in a box. Not my gig, you know. Not my bag. It's not my bag. Don't you love it when people say that? That's not my bag, dude. Ain't my bag. Just a total self-deflection of a oneself. Hmm. 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 Louisville declares for a state of emergency ahead of the Breonna Taylor decision. I found this really interesting. So this so the city of Louisville, Kentucky declares a state of emergency ahead of Breonna Taylor decision. And the decision is whether to convict the officers who uh who are part of the uh awful murder of her. They're not sure if they're going to it's looking like they're not going to convict them. From what I'm reading and from from a lot of Wellness art at this article from the Guardian are reporting. It looks like, like the state attorney and the people and the judges and like all the all the reports are indicating that they probably won't prosecute the the officers involved, which I definitely think is bad. And I think the mayor of Louisville knows that's why he declared a state of emergency because this could be like the Rodney, uh, like the uh, I would say like the, I would say like the Rodney King thing. Maybe even, like, it's like, what if OJ was prosecuted for the murder? Like, there would have been another riot, for sure. It's kind of like that, but it looks like they're leaning towards there being a riot. Instead of there not liking OJ, they, he was found guilty, and everybody went to homes, and there wasn't any riots or anything like the 92 LA riots. So... Hopefully there's nothing... Oh man, it's so fucking gray and mucky. I really... I hope they convict them, man. I really do. They need to go to jail for that murder. It was not a good thing what they did. They need to be punished. Take their badges. Take their guns. Take their shoes. Let them rot. Let them rot, I say. Rot, rot, rot. And apparently, like, all that they're sending out memos to businesses in the downtown area of Louisville, like, be careful, board up your shit, take all prized possessions out of your stores, like, it's really serious. I'm not sure when the decision will happen. Let me see if there's a thing in the article. Uh, I don't think, I think it's, a. Uh, it's going to happen sometime this week. Don't know when... But it's gonna happen soon. I guess I'll talk about it next week. Mm. Another tropical storm hit the Gulf of Texas, the Gulf of Mexico. But you know, you know what I mean. Hit Texas and is causing massive flooding in Houston. Uh, 
Swallowing cars, they say. And it's Tropical Storm Beta. If you open this link. Yeah, it doesn't look good, guys. Might as well move to London, am I right? Ha ha ha. Corpus Christi, Texas. Heavy rainfall from Tropical Storm Beta has caused Kangan's Bayou to overflow Monday night, swallowing cars in southwest Houston. The National Weather Service in Houston issued a flood warning for Kanagas Bayou at 9.41 Monday. Less than an hour later, videos from Houston Storm Chaser and freelancer Jamie Garcia on Twitter showed an SUV almost underwater and rising above a nearby pickup. Yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Yeah, climate change isn't that. It's not real. It's a hoax. Ignore it. Ignore it. Just like people ignore what happened. Do you guys remember? I'm not sure if we talked about it, but earlier this year, there was they found 300 and something dead elephants randomly in southern and southern Africa. They had no idea why. They thought it was poachers poisoning them, and they thought it was a bunch of uh, uh, numerous other things. But it turned out to be this weird natural phenomenon that you could see out of a JoJo Bizarre Adventure novel. Uh, initially possible the expectations over the death had ranged from poaching to poisoning now however the country has pointed to toxic blooms of cyanobacteria a naturally occurring neurotoxin biological phenomenon which has increased due to climate change according to uh, Mama, Mahadi Rubin a principal veterinary officer at the Botswana Department of Wildlife and National Parks so it looks like it was just this weird gas, huh? It affects global warming and the harm. It was like an algae bloom that killed all these elephants. These poor elephants. These these are anaerobic bacteria found in water of seasonal water pans. Oh, so they're drinking water. They die because of these bacteria. Very sad. And they blame it on climate change. Climate change and the effect of global warming on the region is increasing both the intensity and severity of harmful algae, algae blooms, making them the, making this issue more likely to reoccur. Oh, my God. Yeah, climate change. Nothing to worry about. It's nothing. It's don't worry about it. Who cares? Am I right? And that's not true. We care, people. We care. I care at least. I hope more. I hope more people care. Hmm. Well, that's all I got for today. I think I filled the. Uh, I, you know what? I filled twenty-five something minutes of content. You know, that's longer than most uh, cartoons most children watch. You know, cartoons. People love cartoons. I like a good cartoon. Why do they call it a cartoon, huh? Why not a human tune or just a tune? It's the Cartoon Network. What am I tuning? Uh, something in my car? I ain't tuning nothing. I fine tune my car. Fine comb my car even. But tune? Nah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Will Jordan be back next week? 
Will I be back next week? I'll be back next week. You know me, I'm a professional. I show up on time and I do my thing. Will Jordan show up? I don't know. We won't fault him if he does. We'll welcome him back with open arms. I don't know. I don't know why I said that. I'm going to cut that out. But thanks for listening, everybody. I love you. I appreciate you. I won't abandon you. I'm here for you. Unlike somebody we won't name. I'm not going to name him. Will he be back next week? I don't know. Do I want him back next week? Sure. Do you want him back next week? I don't know. Do you, though? That's an interesting choice. I wouldn't have picked that for you. Thanks for listening, everybody. I love you.